0: a Leaders Podcast. This week we have some very special guests. I affectionately call them the triplets. Well, actually their mom calls them the triplets. And I took that name because it's a cool name. But it's Macy Jamika and Danika Miato. And they will be coming on here in a moment. And I'm excited for you to get to know them and to kind of hear their story. So without further ado, let's welcome in The Triplets, on this week's Agape Leaders Podcast. Well, welcome in, triplets. I'm I'm happy for you guys to be here.
1: Thank you so much for having us. Uh,
0: Praise God. Praise God. So, the Agape Leaders Podcast, our purpose is to help people grow in their faith. And one of the ways we do that is asking all of our guests, "Hey, what's your faith journey? What, what, you know, how did you get to where you are now? Why do you say Jesus Christ is my savior, and I'm riding with Him? And so, if you guys, all three of you, in no particular order, uh, would you mind like sharing your faith journey? But first, introduce yourself to our listeners, and then share your faith journey." Um
2: so i'm Jamita, and how i came to christ is basically um in my beginning of my life i had a really rough childhood i was put in foster care and i experienced a lot of trauma and everything and as soon as i got adopted by my beautiful family that i have right now um, my mom um started talking to me about christ and telling me that he loved me. And no matter what happened in the past, um, he would use it for good. And, and he always uses um, our story for his glory. So um, he's she sat me down and she told me how much he loved me and everything. And I finally um, dedicated my life to Christ. And it was a beautiful moment. And I am so happy I made that decision.
1: um so I'm Macy and it's a little bit about my faith journey um I've kind of been raised in faith and I grew up in church and um it's always been a huge part of my life and um I would say that when I was 10 um I made the decision and came to my mom and told her that I was completely ready to make that decision on my own and um, follow Jesus and make the decision to be baptized and um, I've been on that path ever since and I'm super excited about what we're doing at our college. Uh, we're starting up Crew, which if you don't know is Campus Crusade for Christ and we're super excited to be leading that because it's something that um, is so needed especially I mean on our campus and um, right now we're just um you know, really praying for God to use us as vessels and to can you continue to grow us and to help grow others in their faith. And hi, I'm Danica.
3: Um, how I came to Christ was actually when I was 14 years old when I first went to Camp Electric. It's a nonprofit host, hosted by Camp um, Tony Mack. And uh, it was during a worship session um, so I was raising my hands, and I started bawling, crying, and I had this one, me. her name was Teresa, and she had asked me if I was ever saved, and I her I was, but she, I said that I wanted to be saved again, and she brought me through this of coming to Christ, and I dedicated, um, dedicated my life to Christ at that moment when she prayed with me.
0: Praise God. So I, I have a question for Jamaica. Mm -hmm. And I I would love for you to unpack something. Mm -hmm. Somebody's listening to the podcast, and they hear your story. Your mom sat you down, and she Mm -hmm. shared with you about Jesus Christ. And here's what I wrote down. Was it more what she said, or how she lived that (laughs) affected the change in your life? And and so I would ask that question first. Mm -hmm. And then if it was how she lived, would you tell us what you saw?
2: Honestly, it was like a mixture of both because my mom is like, Oh my goodness, she is a prayer warrior. Like she Mm -hmm. is basically what I want to be when I grow up. And seeing her actions throughout her life, and how much she cares for the orphans, and like dedicate um, her time to our um, community and everything, it really inspired me. And seeing her like um, her spiritual life inspired me also because she usually she took the time to like pray over people, and like um, she laid down her life. Like she's literally an example of laying down your life for others and so in that aspect yes um through her life it made me want to change my life and um what she said to me like hit me hard and like she was able to um reach me through her story because she also had a a hard um past also so with her words it helped me um to break the change that was like um chains that was um that was wrapped around me and i think I'll make sure both of them um, honestly led me to Christ.
0: Yeah, that's good. So, uh, uh, Danica, them yeah. tears will get you every time, won't they?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, yeah. you hear you hear so many stories of people will say, you know, I was I was standing there, and the next thing you know, I'm crying my eyes out. Uh, mm-hmm. I remember one time I was sitting in my living room in California. And this guy was talking about how we walk around with this baggage and he, he was, he was like holding, like he was holding something. Of course he didn't have anything, but he Mm -hmm. was like, he was, you know, he was doing that and you're, and you're trying to drag and it's all the baggage of your life. You know, it's everything. And he said, he said, and God is telling you, put that down. You don't need to carry that anymore. And the next thing you know, I'm laying on my back. My arms are extended in the air. My legs are extended in the air. I'm boo-hoo crying, saying, thank you, Lord. Thank you. And I'm not one who advocates uh, television evangelists. So, so I'm not saying get on TV and get saved. But you know, I, I know God would use anything. And so when, when you said that about the tears, I was reminded, you know, just just boo hoo cry. I must have looked a sight because my family, they're they're living their life. They're walking, you know, through the room. It's like, what's what's wrong with this guy? Do you want some tea? <laughs> so so yeah, so they'll they'll get you uh, every time. So so unpack a little bit, uh, crew. You said you guys are getting it started. Is it is it nothing and you're starting it, or you know how's that how's that working?
1: Um yeah, so we're a part of Central Florida Crew. So there's crew. Um so there's multiple Valencia campuses. So right now there's crew on uh, Lake Nona and West and East, but um, there hasn't been one on Osceola campus, which is where we're at since 2019 before COVID. And so um, we're starting that up here and um, we've been blessed to be led and um, ministered by some of the leaders of Central Florida crew. And they've kind of been helping direct us and prepare us for um, the next steps of starting crew on our campus.
0: So I'm writing this down crew because I've been blessed to help sponsor a few folks in crew, uh, a young man in Michigan, and then a couple in Ohio. And so crew is people have to raise their, not you guys per se, but the leaders have to raise their funding. And so my question to you is, and I don't know who's going to hear this, but make a pitch for help. Somebody in Orlando decides to listen to this or somebody in Miami or somebody in Zimbabwe, you know, and, you you know, make a pitch to them. What is it? You know, what, what are your needs? What do you want people to help get this ministry up and going?
1: Yeah, I would say like CREW is doing such amazing work. I mean, just last month, um, we had our leaders that are leading us and discipling us. They came to our campus and two out of the four people we talked to gave their lives to Christ. And that's just to show how much work they're doing. And it's not even just there, it's across all these um, college campuses, across the state of Florida, and even in over a hundred different countries. And so the work they're doing is meaningful and it's making a difference. So I would definitely encourage anyone that's listening if they feel like God's putting it on their heart to um, help support them, I think it's an amazing decision and so worth it. And you can definitely see the fruit that um, they're sowing and the seeds they're sowing, it's definitely there. Mm.
0: Praise God. And that's that's financial support, that mm-hmm. is prayer support, uh, yes. So, so like that. Uh, so, I think sometimes we we ask for support. Everybody focuses financially. Oh, I can't help financially, but you could pray because yes. God may use your prayers to inspire somebody across the street to right. you know. And then just, I, I would assume just talking about it uh, yes. can't 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 hurt. Just kind of kind of doing it that way. So. Let's transition a little bit because, Macy, I met you in the Miss Florida organization. And yeah. so several of our guests have have been a part of that. Uh, I heard you, uh, Summer, <laughs> you said that was your did you say it was your stage name?
2: Yes. it's OK, pageant.
0: pageant. That was the word you used. I think <laughs> you used that before we came on, though. Uh but your pageant, so talk to us and uh Danica, am I saying your name right? Danica. Yes, because there's that, nothing worse than saying the person's name wrong, you know, said it wrong the whole time. Yes, you know, so, so Danica, you I believe I I saw one of you guys win something.
3: Oh, that was me.
0: Yeah, yeah. Talk about that. Talk about, you know, your time in the in the past and this, I can't even remember what it was. Uh, but I saw it and I said, okay, all right, I see you.
3: <laughs> <laughs> so um when I won when I won Miss Orlando woman, um, it was like it was I was like on the fence of like doing the state pageant, but then I prayed to God about it and he told me like Hey, you should do it. There's there's something that's gonna come out of it, and so I decided to compete for it in June, and that's when I won the uh, state title, and since then, for Cinderella. for Cinderella, yeah. And so since then, um, it's been it's it's a good experience. I love it. Um, I did for my talent. I had like a cajon, and I like, did like a little dance. So it was like, it was an awesome experience. I probably would say, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: All right, well come on, there's more there's more pageantry over here. Just take your turn. Oh, you want me to go? Whoever.
1: Okay. Um, so yeah, I've been competing in pageants since 2020. My first one was Florida's hometown USA. And um, you know, each time has been like such a big learning experience. Mm-hmm. And um, so I competed in November 2020, ended up not winning, but I played third runner up, which was pretty awesome and encouraging for my, being my first pageant. Uh, then the second year I competed in the same one again, since so 2021. And um, I ended up getting second runner up. <laughs> so one step closer. And then uh, March of 2022, we competed for Miss Orlando. And that was our first time in the competing in the Miss America organization. And I absolutely fell in love with it. <laughs> um, you know, it, like Miss America organization is really outside like the box when it comes to your uh, day-to-day like pageant, beauty pageant, you know, Miss America is not about that at all. It's about raising up um, women and and their education and um, really making a difference in their community. Mm -hmm. Um, So I was a little discouraged after not placing in Miss Orlando, but I knew that I wanted to keep going and I was not going to give up. So I competed at the Miss Orlando Cinderella preliminary and I ended up winning that title and um, it was really good practice for me and I was able to get the judges feedback from my interview and my overall performance and um, there was I believe one or two more preliminaries left before um, all the preliminaries closed for Miss Florida. And um, I reached out to St. Lucie County pageant and I asked if they would make an exception for me to compete. And they said yes. And, um, you know, I was a little bit discouraged. I was like, you know, maybe maybe this isn't the year for me. Maybe I'll just wait till next year to compete again. But um, I really felt God calling me to do it and try one more time and I did, and I ended up winning it, and it's been an amazing year so far, and um, I really love serving in the community, and that's just something that I've grown up with and that I love doing, and so, yeah, it's been an amazing year, and I'm so sad it's almost time to close, but Mm -hmm. um, yeah, lots of memories and um, friendships, especially with my sister Queen Keisha, Um, so yeah, it's been really great.
0: Praise God. All right, Summer. You the one. You got the pageant name. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I
2: haven't won any titles yet, but that doesn't stop me from like continuing. Um, God. It's honestly a huge learning experience, especially since I it pushes me to like become m- much better in my speaking skills and um, interacting with people. And I love the um, the fact that um, the Miss America organization. Um, florida um florida hometown usa are like very heavily um focused on service your community service and i love that part of um the pageant and i love serving my community and helping others out um Mm -hmm. i find it very fun and that's i'm i can't wait to do um florida hometown um this month it's actually coming up in three weeks and i hope it goes well and uh, hopefully, I learned something um, else from this next pageant, Lander.
0: All right, praise God! I almost hate asking this right now, but if I don't, uh, would you text me the the dates of that? And if yeah. the timing works, I'll come support you.
2: <laughs> yes. Yeah.
0: yeah. So I would, I would love that. I it's my heart to support people in whatever it is they're doing. Yeah. Uh, I know parents go. But I learned years ago, that if you go support someone that's not your child, Mm -hmm. it hits different. And so that's a thing for me. So if you'll do that, I would appreciate that. Uh, uh, Danica.
3: Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: You said now I, I can hear somebody in the audience, listening to this podcast, and you just swept right over this. You said, I prayed to God, and he told me, blah, 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 blah. So I'm driving down the street in my car, and this young lady says that, and my question is, how do you know it's him? I think that's something that many people, you hear somebody say, God told me. You know, I felt it on my heart. I felt the Lord saying to me, if possible, Can you try to share how did you know that that was from God and not from, you know, mom or Sally Sue or whomever?
3: Okay. Well, it was just the opportunities that was given to me. So like um, when I contacted the director of the pageant, I was like, Hey, like I'm a little like on the fence on it. She was like, don't worry about like, like enter into the pageant, and I was like, oh okay, yeah, I like that too, but like <laughs> still on the fence, and I was like, um, still praying to God about it, and God was like, um, you need to do it. There's something mm-hmm. that is going to happen. You, you need to do it, and I was like, I couldn't. I can't explain it. This right. is the way He told me, and so I was like, okay, God, I will do it for you, and like. Show my love through others through you, so like I was like, okay, I got this, even though I was really scared at the time. I was like, okay, I got this, I got this, God's gonna help me through. And being able to have God on my side mm-hmm. with one of like the best, like the best feeling, like knowing that hey, it's okay, He's gonna get you through this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, and, sorry about that.
2: Yeah, and to add to that, I bet, um. When we hear like God speaking to us, normally that's like the time to like go into like the word and everything. Because like the more you read the word, the more you, you hear God speaking to you, honestly. I for me in my opinion, that's one of the ways I um hear God because like like let's say for instance, um for example, um I'm like dealing with this situation, I like read the word and then like some a Bible verse um that I'm reading from the chapter. Um, pops out at me and it's exactly what I needed um, for me, like a confirmation basically. So like, that's one of the ways for me, like how I hear God speaking to me and confirming what I need to do for that um, situation.
0: Yeah, that's good. That's good. Macy, how do you know that that it's God?
1: Um, honestly, I agree with what they said. I really think that um, not just believing in god and like going to church and going through the motions it's about really like having that deep connection and relationship with god so whether that's reading your bible constantly in the word not just every now and then constantly studying and knowing and memorizing your verses um also prayer time with him Mm -hmm. spending that time listening and um praying for him to give you the right words and Mm -hmm. tell you the right direction that you need to go in. I think that's really important.
0: Yeah, that's good. I've I've learned that. I think something that you said, uh, Jamaica, uh, summer, summer, Jamaica, Jamaica, summer. (laughs) I'm sorry, ladies and gentlemen, I'm I'm just smiling inside. I'm having so much fun uh, talking to these guys. But the thing that I've learned is if I'm consistent in getting into my Bible and I've yeah. gotten to a place, this is not this is not a flex or a brag, but I've gotten to a place where I literally read my Bible every day. I read at least one chapter every mm-hmm. day, I don't miss a day. And it's not a flex, it's just, I've gotten to the place where for me, if I'm gonna breathe oxygen, mm. then I'm gonna read my Bible. Yeah. And so that's why like today, a student came to class and she, I said, how are you doing? And she said, I'm just a little, she said something about being a little down or it was, She, I can't remember the exact word she used. Mm-hmm. And I sat down, I'm probably going to get fired. I'm a high school teacher, but they'd be all right. <laughs> I sat down and I wrote a scripture on a Sticky note. Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Matthew eleven twenty eight. And I just put it next to her. She's my TA, and I know her from ministry. You know, yeah. she comes to our. Uh, we have a little Bible study, young life Bible study, in my classroom on Friday mornings. She comes to that, and she goes to our young life club on Mondays. So I, it wasn't just a random student. <laughs> and, I, and I didn't think anything. Else. I put it there and I went on about my business. And at some point during class, he said, thank you for that. And mm-hmm. I think, I think that is God can speak to you so much better if you're speaking his language, if yeah. you're reading the word. Because mm-hmm. he's going to give you scripture. Well, if you know, if you don't know any scripture, he can't yeah. bring it up. Mm-hmm you know, to you. So, so I really, I really appreciate you guys uh, sharing on that. Let's, let's start to land this podcast a a little bit. I don't know why I started saying that, but if you go back and listen to episodes, I say that all the time. I don't even (laughs) even got no pilot's license. So so, um, would you guys be willing to kind of share, you know, uh, a passage, something that gets you through, you know, when, when, when times are tough, you know, what's that passage that you just say it over your life, speak the word over your life, and it, and it gets you back to that center?
2: Ooh, that's, a really, that's so really, yes. so I would have to say, um, for me, it's Psalms 46, um, 10, and it's, be still and know that I'm God. I will, um, among the nation i'll be among the earth and for me our family is very very busy and we like we always like have a busy schedule and sometimes we always need that one like quiet time alone with god and like to quiet our minds and um take some time on ourselves and um sometimes it's hard to like make time for that and i always like rely on that bible verse to like help me focus on my goals and on God. And um, there's another one, Hebrews 11.1, 11, which, 1, which is, not faith is confidence in what we hope for an assurance and what we do not see. And um, with our world in society today, it's hard to, like, see the world as a um, half full cup. Mm-hmm. So I always rely on that Bible first to remember that God is in control and we just need to put our faith in him alone.
1: Yeah, for me, I would say, um, well, I had two from the same chapter. Mm-hmm. Um, I love Romans. So Romans 8.28 and Romans 8, 30 through 39 uh, Romans 8.28 says um, that all he works all things for the good of those who love him and who are called according to his purpose. Which, um, in that, like, when I'm going through times where I need assurance, like, I could be thinking, like, man, like, why is this happening to me? I have to use that verse to remind myself that he works all things for the good of him. Um, and so that thing that I might be going through, I need to know that there's a reason why I'm going through it and that he's going to use it for good. And uh, Romans 8, 38 through 39, that's actually my favorite Bible verse. And it says, for I am convinced that neither life nor death, no spirits in the um, spiritual realms will ever be able to separate us from the love of Jesus Christ. And so that just is such an assuring verse that no matter what happens in this life and whatever trials we may go through, he loves us no matter what. And he's always there for us. Mm. Good Bible verse. That's awesome. (laughs) So for me, I always say the
3: uh, crucifix, crucifixion of Christ uh, when he like died on the cross. Mm. I think if my life is going bad, I think of Jesus when he went through the same trauma, the same um, way that he was crucified. I think of okay, well, if he could get through that, I can get through that too. And so knowing that it gets me through life. Like if I'm behind on rent, I know Mm. that. Provide for me because he's a good, I, he's a god that I serve. He's a god that will provide. He's a god mm. that will give you what you need. He knows, yeah, mm-hmm. he knows what you need because he knows your heart. Mm. And so, knowing that, I know that I can get through anything.
0: praise God. That's good. I, I, I have two things that you guys brought up. One, Macy, I'm going to define for our listeners for that person who may not fully understand. I'm going to bring that crystallization of Romans 8, 38 and 39 So when Paul says, I am convinced that nothing can separate us. So I looked up the word convinced and it says completely certain about something, you know, and sometimes, you know, we hear this word "convince." Well, convince me, you know, convince me. But no, no, no. Let's take that word out that people try to toy with. I mm-hmm. am completely certain that nothing will separate me from the love of Jesus Christ. And when you hold on to that, there you know they can try as they might. I'm completely certain. I like that. I like that. And this is how I am. Freudian slips or verbal slips. So, uh, Summers, you said Hebrew eleven eleven, and then you went no 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 wait Hebrew 1. So my mind said, oh I wonder what Hebrew eleven eleven is. Check <laughs> it out here it is. By faith, Sarah herself received power to conceive, even when she was past the age, since she considered him faithful. Who had promised. What a mm-hmm. reminder that wow. sometimes you don't need to look at what you what you see doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Him who promised God, who made the promise, is mm-hmm. faithful. And she yeah. considered him faithful who made the promise. Oh come on now. Some of you oh, are preaching, you didn't even know. Oh, <laughs> isn't that isn't that good? Wow. Hebrews mm-hmm. 11. 11, you know, really reminds us about the faithfulness of God. Yes. And if you're going through a tough time, and we're we talking right now to you who is listening to this podcast, and and you never even heard of Hebrews 11, 11, and let that be a reminder. I'm going to read that again. By faith, Sarah herself received power to conceive. She received, I'm going to preach for a second. She yes. received power that she herself did not have. Mm-hmm. How did she receive that power? The Bible tells us by faith. Mm-hmm. So when we, when, 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 oh, I'm preaching now. We better hurry up and get out of here. Oh, <laughs> when we run into people who say, well, you, oh, you believe in that God or you know, oh, your faith, or, you know, do I need to show proof. No, 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 no. Here's what God wants. God wants your faith. And if you give him your faith, the certainty of things hoped for, or, or the, 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 yeah, the, the certainty of things hoped for, the evidence of things unseen, if you'll give him your faith, he'll give you power to do things that you couldn't do. Yes. Sarah was a hundred years old almost by the time she had a child. W- you know, womb closed supposedly, right? Yes. There's no way. Oh, there ain't no way. You're too old. But by faith, Sarah herself received power to conceive, and I, I, I don't run past that. She received the power. That means God was doing the work through her, Mm -hmm. even when she was past the age. I think we have to hold on to that. I think as I'm walking through life, rent is due. Mm -hmm. The rent says this, Mm -hmm. and the bank account says this. You guys can't see me, but the rent, is hand is higher than the bank account. (laughs) And somehow, some way, God makes a way.
2: Yes. Now,
0: can I say this? I I say this very frequently. You can't, oh, come on, Lord. You you, you let these girls go about their life. You can't walk yourself into a problem Mm -hmm. and then be mad because God didn't pull you out. Mm -hmm. He may pull you out, but he might let you stay in that problem a little bit longer Mm -hmm. than you may want to. Mm-hmm. But it's because you have to pay the tax yeah. of your bad decision. So let's mm-hmm. run over to Sarah. Mm-hmm. Sarah didn't make any. Well, she did make a bad decision with Aga, but we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna push that to the side. Yeah, <laughs> she, she's she's holding on to the faith. That's what the Bible says. By mm-hmm. faith, Sarah herself received power. So no matter what she did when yeah. she gave her maid servant to Abraham no matter mm-hmm. what she did, at some point, she got it turned around. She started mm-hmm. having faith. She believed that God could do what he said he would do. And by faith, she received power. I'm, I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there. Okay. So ladies, and gentlemen, that was good. Mm-hmm. Praise God. I'm blaming these. The triplets did that. <laughs> the triplets just pulled that out. Some are talking about Hebrews 11, 11. I never in my life paid attention to hebrews 11 11 until right now and god preached the whole sermon on hebrews 11 11 because you mm. meant hebrews 11 1. but mm. what is it that joseph said what summer meant for faith god used for faithfulness right <laughs> i made that up i made that up you know god can use anything yes. uh, hey uh, i'm going to put your social media In the show notes, if that's okay, Mm yes, and I'll just go and grab it and take it. I think I've seen all of you on social media, uh, and so I should be able to kind of tag it that way. So I will give you guys kind of the final word. Would each of you give our listeners a word of encouragement? Maybe something God has put on your heart, and you said, I get a chance to talk on a podcast, I'm saying this. So I open that to you.
1: Okay, um, the biggest thing and I really feel like God's putting us on my heart is be bold. You know, God called us in the Bible that we're going to be like aliens, we're not supposed to fit in with the world. And especially in today's society, it's so much about fitting in with the norm. Mm. You know, but we're called as Christians to stand out and to mm-hmm. be that example and that change and to be a leader for others. So I encourage you guys to go out and be bold, share your faith, because our faith is not something we keep to ourselves. It's something that we're supposed to share with others and, um, you know, one souls for the kingdom of heaven.
2: Yes. And I would love to add to that. Um, there's a Bible verse, Matthew 5, 14 through 16. It talks about basically being a light to this world. We need that light and we need to make sure it shines bright because when our light shines bright, it helps others to see through the darkness, see through their problems, see through their circumstances. And us being an example um, for, um, for Christ and being a vessel, it will impact others as well. So I encourage you to be a vessel for Christ and do not be afraid to share your faith with others. Like Nancy said, let's win some souls for the kingdom of God.
3: (laughs) And I probably would say, um, is that don't be scared to, um, have God help you guide you through life. Even though it may be scared to have God help you with a certain thing, a certain like sickness, a certain like, being behind on rent or you not things are not going the way it should be in your life. Don't be afraid to ask God to help you through those hardships. Mm-hmm. To have him by your side is something that you will never forget. Mm-hmm. Like it says in the Bible, um, you don't understand what I'm doing right now, but later on you will. It says that in John, so like, knowing that you don't understand what he's doing right now. And later on, you will understand later why mm-hmm. he did that for that reason. And knowing that, hey, he was trying to help me to help someone else do the same situation that I'm in. So please have God into your heart and let him open your heart to others. Yes. Mm-hmm.
0: Praise God. Well, we'll let that be the last word. Thank you very much for your time.
2: Oh, thank you, thank you. So much. Much. Thank you.
0: What a great group of young ladies, the triplets. I I am blown away at just how amazing they are. And just to remind you, uh, that was Jamika on, well, I'm saying on the left. I hope it was, she was on the left and Macy in the middle and Danika on the right. And just an amazing group of young ladies. I loved hearing their story, and I pray that you did too. I'm gonna to encourage you to reach out if you are a giver, to reach out to them and see what you can do to help them with Crew. I don't know, some of you may be from my generation, and if you are and you're not sure what Crew is, Crew used to be called. Campus Crusade. And it was a way to be on college campuses to bring Christ onto college campuses. Well, several years ago, gosh, it's probably closer to 10 years now, 10, 11 years, uh, maybe even 12. They, uh, Campus Crusade, re, you know, they, they changed their name. I was going to try to say one of those fancy things, but uh, but but they rebranded, that's the word i was looking for. they rebranded, and now they are called Crew, and so people who are into it now, they probably don't even know that the name was Campus Crusade, uh, but that's what it was, so if you're interested, and you're somebody who would be willing to give, I'm sure they would appreciate that, well I'm going to pray for us, and I'm going to pray specifically for that, and then we'll get out of here. Father, in the name of Jesus, thank you so much. Thank you for these three young ladies who are serving you, seeking to serve you in whatever capacity you call them to. So we pray that you will empower them to do all that you've called them to do. Lord, we lift up crew there on their Osceola campus of Valencia, and we pray, Lord, that you would bring increase there, the finances that are needed, prayer support that is needed, mentorship, ministry that is needed, Lord God. Give them eyes to see so that they can go where you're calling them to go without stumbling. Lord, we continue to pray for Agape leaders. There's so much going on within the, the inner workings of this organization. And so I'm praying, Lord, for your guidance. And as always, we thank you and we praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, that's all we have for this week's Agape Leaders Podcast. Until next time, you have a blessed week.